1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Some get stressed out preparing for guests over the holidays. Not Marcus Theaters. They can't wait to welcome you back to Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now to see Eternals and Clifford the Big Red Dog at MarcusTheaters.com. Wow. Yeah. I have a burst ready to go. Yikes. No, it's, you know, it's, it's a fireman. It's Hi, Fireman. Wow. Hi, Fireman Jim. Been a while. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah, well. Should I say 1023? I don't know if we use 10 pros anymore. Fireman Jim is 1023. Retireman Jim. I found out the other day, and and maybe you still carry some of these um, powers with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daisy's father is retired military, Air Mm -hmm. Force. Okay. He still... As retired, retired as an officer, uh-huh. can still swear people into the military. Ooh. Yeah. I, you have such power? I yeah. don't think so. I yeah. think I have no powers. You have, okay, so there's Zero. nothing like that? They ever call you to come to the academy and, and speak? truck or talk? Instruct. <laughs> no. <laughs> they sure don't. No? <laughs> no. Really? Hey, pull out a fireman's gym from 1996. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how that flies over. When there was, when there was no gray hair in the beard. No right. gray hair, no beard. Right. I didn't even have a beard back. I couldn't even grow right. one. It was against the rules. Gosh, Fireman Jim, what was your first year on the fire department? 1994. Wait Four. a minute. It was against the rules? Well, yeah, because you, you can't have a beard. You can only have a mustache to, a to mustache. the lip line. Because when you put your face piece on. I was going to ask, what about that awesome mustache that... Marco had. In, I think in he's emergency. mocking me. <laughs> that you know, I he has questions. Remember Marco, the fireman in emergency. Yes. Isn't Roy. Oh yeah. So yeah, he had a huge Freddie yeah, Fender mustache, yeah, right? Yeah. Not up. To and code. that Freddy probably wasn't up. Fender. That yeah. was probably not up to code because it went below. But they never masked up back then. They no. just went into the fire. Right. And no they bunkers. Just kind of went in with like their polyester pants, long boots, and long coats. No bunker uh-huh. pants back then. And we were watching once, and you said they somebody ran over a hose, and you said that's a big no-no. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not good at all. You got to go over the hose bridge if you're a good HEO. During the fire, you'll put the hose bridge out if it's over the street, uh-huh. in case you get some, you know, somebody who decides to drive over them. Usually, it's a chief or a newscaster. <laughs> it's a chief. <laughs> it's a chief or a newscaster who will drive over. They'll drive your over the hose bed. Yes. Yeah, we don't like that. That that no. can. That can burst the hose in the middle of a firefight. Well, gosh, fireman, you don't want that. You know what this this weather makes me think of is I remember asking you once, would you rather work in the really, really hot days Mm -hmm. or would you rather be a firefighter on a below zero day? And you said hot day. No, I said cold day. You you know, you talked about how all the ice was always a problem. Okay, how cold are we talking? eh, Like, this is fine. Zero. Zero. Okay, sub zero, like the negative. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'll take a hot day. Okay. That's what I thought you said. I mean, you're in the firefight and you're good because you're... Boom, for 10, 15 minutes, you're doing it. Yeah. Once you go back outside and you cool down rather quickly and your gear freezes, uh-huh. if you're smart, you have your spare winter bag on the rig. Oh, oh really? If you're they, smart. I've never heard of this. You've never heard of a winter bag. This is, what is sort in of the winter bag. Another set of, Everything. of gloves. Uh, yeah, a set of clothes. I mean, you're not going to carry your second set of bunkers because that takes up too much room. Yeah. Unless you're the HEO. Then this is the sort of thing that these new recruits could he- should hear they should. about. They should. class just right. graduated a few weeks ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. would have been helpful a few weeks ago to those yeah, winter new bag. recruits. You want to have some gloves especially. Maybe you can hide some boots because hands and feet are the first ones to go. Hide some boots. What do you mean hide them? Well, you mean 
you need your bag to have your dry gloves, you yeah. know, and then you if you if you get water in your boots, yeah, which ice. is a real problem. That I'm can sure. happen. Yeah, yep, yep. If your bunkers are a little bit, you know, if they just get pulled up while you're crawling through the fire. And you hit a, you know, you're you're in puddles of water if you're in a basement right. fire. There's a lot of water. Yeah, because that's what <laughs> that's firefighters what exactly do. water. You guys bring a lot of water with you. And these you get soaked, and you mm -hmm. have to overhaul the fire. You can't just say, okay, fire's out, we're leaving. Mm -hmm. You got to overhaul it. You got to make sure it's out. You got to tear walls down and roofs and all that fun stuff. And Is that most of the job? Overhauling? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the firefight, if you're good and you get the fire knocked down quickly, it's out quickly, but the overhaul can take an hour. You got to make sure there's no hot spots because the most embarrassing thing you can do is go to a rekindle if you're the Back first in rig. Fire. And okay. and I've had some rekindles were better than the original fire. Because, oh, really? Because the building's already kind of aired out because yeah. the initial firefight, you were opening ceilings and, and roofs and, and windows. So, when the fire rekindles, there's all that air in there and it just can take off even quicker. And why does that happen? Let me answer that. Not enough chiefs. <laughs> Not enough <laughs> chiefs. Yes, pointing. we need more pointing going on. White helmets, we call them. White helmets pointing at the uh, do that, do mm -hmm. that, do that. Mm -hmm. Hey, kid, five bucks if you hit them in the helmet. <laughs> they won't do it. It's a senior firefighter gig. So, yeah. <laughs> to knock a chief's helmet off. In the old days. Yeah, I was going to say. Not now. Not, not anymore No, a lot of stuff has changed. Right. We don't do that anymore. How can you never got to be a chief fireman, Jim? <laughs> Look at me. Right. <laughs> Talking at the no, academy. I'll tell you what. I was yeah. never a lieutenant, captain, none of that. ACO, they'll tell you it's the best. Driving is the best, jo uh, the best job on the job mm -hmm. is to be the driver. Yep. Because you're kind of, you're kind of, the, you're the boss of the rig. You control the destiny of the crew getting into the fire setting them up that in the, and then mm -hmm. the boss and they're going in to fight the fire. You know, if you're on the truck, you get to do some of the uh, ventilation and that fun stuff, but you're not really in charge. So you don't have any of that responsibility. You don't have to answer the chiefs. They go through the officer. Gosh, fireman, Jim, you always seemed like such a leader to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah. I was disappointed. You weren't used more. <laughs> exactly. I enjoyed being an HEO. The Hog and Waterstone Bank bring you Bob and Brian's Radiothon for Waukesha. It goes till 6 o'clock tonight. We're raising funds for the families of the Waukesha Parade tragedy, pr tragedy with donations being matched courtesy of Allied Resource Recovery. This hour is brought to you by Discount Liquors, by Discount Liquor. Mm -hmm. We also thank them for their uh, donation to, uh, to the victims. You can get all the details and make your donations. You can go to 1029thehog.com slash Waukesha and you, Fireman Jim, mm -hmm. are brought to us by Next Level Athletics. Next Level Athletics. Yeah, so you're being sponsored. So first responder or former first responder. Yeah, or so, I mean, my you know hats off to all the first responders that, that were at that event. I mean, wow, that's that's one of those ones you don't ever want to go on. And that, that will, you know, a lot of things in the job as being a firefighter, first responder, you see that you don't ever want to see. You try to keep that at work. You don't want to take it home to your family. Seeing stuff like that. The only thing that really would, I'd take home and would bother me for a while would be children. I mean, mm -hmm. that was always the worst. When you see a, you know, a child were, involved in something. And like this, this whole event was just There were first responders who didn't think they were ever going to be a first responder until that day either. I mean, there were people right? who were just standing there who had to take care of people. You're exactly right. Just because you, you're, you're an EMT licensed responder, but you're on the streets, you guys, anybody, mm -hmm. you, you see something like that happen, you're going to jump in. You're going to do whatever you, you can do to, to help out. A lot of people did that. So to see that was amazing. I mean, I, I talked to some responders that were out at that and, uh, as tragic as it was, it was good to see everybody just helping and, and getting in there and doing what they could do to, to 
it was just such a chaotic event. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been at some chaotic events. Never, never anything like this. This is a, a, a something you don't ever want to see, and, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime call for, a, for an EMT first responder, and it's just it, you can't imagine until you – so you're there. Sure. I mean, you crawl yeah. through all the burning buildings when you're training to be a yeah. firefighter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But how do you train to get ready to go for something like that? You don't. And you guys get called they, for everything. That's part of the job, right? Yeah. Do you like psychological they, testing or anything uh, in early firefighting training? When I came or? on, they didn't. And I know now they do. To get on the job, they give you a psychological test. And then at an event like this, which you, even when I was on the job, you would have a, what do they call it? Kind of like a, a venting, kind of where they bring in the, the department chaplains, the department, you know, um, doctors and you know, sit the crews mm-hmm. down and, and interview you and, you know, discuss because it's something that you, these guys in the old days would, they wouldn't do that. And they just take it home. I was going to say all joking aside, how many of those guys want to say, yeah, I, I got a problem. You know, it's gotta be the hardest part is going, yeah, this really bothers me. It, it Exactly. And, and back again, back in the old days, the guys wouldn't, they, yeah. they, you know, you can't talk about it. You can't talk about your feelings. You mm. swallow that and go on to the next the next job. Sure. But now they do. They open it up, and then and it's also confidential. So if you want to talk about it as a group, you can call somebody individually and, and discuss. Because this event, you saw it as a civilian or as a first responder, it's got to affect you. There's no way it can't. It really isn't. So, again, hats off to all the responders. I think if you were a reporter that had to go down there and see that, I think it has to affect yeah, you. Yeah, try so. interviewing people. Try... Right, you're sitting there, and and even you get there after everything is pretty much done. There's still the, the signs of what happened yeah. there, and it's, it's something you just you won't you won't get over it. Yeah. You just got to deal yeah, with I it the best you can. Don't know how you just go home and sit down. You know, I mean, you know, and and what do you do now? And some of these people that were in the parade. I mean, I'm I'm familiar with the the like the extreme dance crew and the dancing grannies. They've they've done stuff with the Milwaukee Wave, mm-hmm. the Milwaukee Milkmen for uh, the the parades that we've been a part of with Franklin Greendale, oh, yeah. things like that. Um, and and I deal with youth baseball. I've been in it for years and seeing kids like Jackson that come to the ballpark. These younger kids that play little league, all they want to do is play baseball. And the baseball community is so tight. We saw the jerseys for Jackson. How how that took off and every club and from major league baseball to amateur leagues, from little kids to to adults to whoever, had wanted to throw a jersey on to show support for this, and it was very important to do that. And it, nobody had a problem doing it. It was just something something they they felt they could. What, what can I do to help? And yeah. Something as small as that, but I'm sure you know for Jackson's memory, and and it was very important to do. And it was it was fun to see. It was yeah. great to see. So we all joined in. I saw you guys did it. it. Was that was good to see? So something as small as that, and and and. You know, when it, when I go to baseball games at the Rock or wherever, youth baseball, especially the Little League, seeing these kids, you see that picture of Jackson. You, I mean, that's what you see as you go to the ballpark. These, these younger mm-hmm. kids, their first time in baseball, organized baseball, they're having fun. So I want to tell the parents out there, the one thing that can wreck it for these kids is parents. You've, you've been you've been to some of these games <laughs> with the parents. These are nine, yeah. eight, nine, ten-year-old kids. Some of them never played baseball before. Don't get on the umpire. Don't let the kids enjoy themselves. Don't get on your kid. Don't right. get on the umpire. Sit in the stands and watch. Sit in the stands and watch, watch. and enjoy That's it. it. That's and it. If the team is yeah. making errors and they have a 10-run inning against you, oh, whatever. Gonna happen it's going to go time you, Every game is going to have a 10-run inning, fireman, yeah. Jim. That's why they put a run limit on <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. All right. Let the kids have right. fun. Right. Let the kids have a good Sit time quietly. playing baseball. Sit quietly yeah. and just let them, let them go. You know, applaud if you feel like it. Yeah. No booing. No booing. No yelling at the manager. Umpires, because even if yeah. it's the Totally bad call by whoever. No grumbling the kids are under sitting your there breath. in the outfield watching the parents go at it, yeah. drawing back and forth. Yeah. And it's 
Don't do that. Just relax. Let the kids have fun. I don't care where the oh, well, everyone gets a juice box and Kirsten Hunt at the, the, the coach and the umpire. How do those intersect exactly? <laughs> right, don't right. They don't. That. That's right. These kids want to, they want to play baseball and then they want to go have their juice box after the game, their treat. Go to if they go get some ice cream. Are we? Is that what we're getting now? Ice cream. It's, it used to be orange slices. Orange slices used to be. during the game on a hot yeah. summer day. Need okay. some orange slices. All right. After the game, if it was one of the kids' birthdays on the team, always bringing the cupcakes out. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, even the parents are kind of sneaking around like, hey, any extra cupcakes over there? I go yeah. for a cupcake. And uh, Hey, you got any of those uh, gushers left? <laughs> right. Yeah. If they get a big win once in a while, right. hey, take them out for some ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And go and play some baseball. Yeah, you know what kids love? Rewards. Right. Candy. When candy. They win. Yeah. Exactly. When I coached, there was always candy. You know who got candy? Winners. Winners get candy. Sorry, you lost. Nothing. <laughs> and then you just dump all the Smarties right down your own yes. Smarty hole. I just left them in the trunk. I thought you were going to say you dump them in all the garbage. See? That's what you get when you lose. Yeah. That's kind of going no, against that's just what we just going said. way against yeah. what we just said. Yeah, Even yeah. if you lose the yeah, game. Maybe, yeah. You're right. You ever as a kid? Been on a team that just didn't win a game, like was just just I've not been on, good. I've been on bad teams, yeah. not a team that didn't win yeah. a game. Yeah. You know, we knew we were we're bad. We're just not good. And then and then I would think it. Here's what I used to think. Well, I'm not bad. <laughs> Those guys who are on my team are bad, and that can yeah, happen. Right. That can happen nowadays. Well, I think I was bad too, fireman. Were you ever on a team that was just a bully team that would just dominate teams and never let off the gas pedal? <laughs> just yeah, no. there's teams like that out there. Yeah, and that's just as bad. I mean, sportsmanship. Yeah. I, put together a super team, fine. Go play in the super team divisions. Right. Don't take yeah. your game down to, you know, there's a gold division, a silver division, n- newbies that have never played. I mean, you see some teams that just want to dominate and run their numbers up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a volleyball team once, Fireman Jim, that I didn't know much about, and I was new to this particular school, and you could play at certain levels. Sure. And they said, well, we've always played at this level. And I said, how'd we do? And they said, well, not very well. And it was the lowest level. <laughs> Okay. And I said, yeah, and I didn't I said, do very well in the lowest they level. Did not. Right. They did that not. That was the old coach. And I thought, well, now I'm coaching the coach. all of a sudden. Now, and I said, I remember saying this to to the principal. <clears throat> well, we're going to get beat. I want to get beat by the best, not by the Ooh. worst. All right. <laughs> oh, and we got I beat. Everyone <laughs> got up off the mat. We got beat by the best fireman. You're Jim. talking badly. Twenty-five, <laughs> five, twenty-five, six. Badly. I 25, 10, double digits. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> the yeah. moral victory. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, that I thought, ooh, maybe I, I bit off a little more than I, I could chew. But speaking of that, how are your Christmas lights? <laughs> oh, Christmas lights. Okay, you know, are you I, ready? Because it's cold out. I, now just, we had... I put them up last week on whatever that last Thursday, 50 degree day was. I used the old C. Oh, oh question. Kind of lights. Colored, white, red. Red, my, just red. Red everywhere. Yep, on really? the outside of my house because I got like a reddish like red? brick. Yeah, in my brick. You like red? Okay, it's like an orange, red, brownish so brick it on the house. The house nicely. Yep, it's the old school C nine red lights, C9. not LEDs. Boo. C nine. C nine. C seven. C. You know the different size light bulbs. No, I don't know. come on, you're old school. C nine. Are those those aren't the bulbs that screw in? Yes, are they? They, are. Oh, they are. Those are C nine. Yeah. Those are hot. Yes, they are. <laughs> you touch them and they're hot. Gosh, yes. Fireman yes. Jim, you're a firefighter. You were. Have you forgotten all your training? Ah. <laughs> and do you have ah. strings of these C nine. Yes, red bulbs? I have around the gutter line, so I have six strings. You can only. I found this the hard way my first year. You can only do a max of three six. strings yeah. in an outlet. Yeah. And then I tried hooking that, all six. Boom. Because then they start popping fuses, and uh. I. 
hate changing fuses in Christmas light cords. You okay. got to pull the plug yeah. thing forward oh, and get a, your little tool in there and the little tiny fuses. Yeah, yeah. Your hands are too cold. Your, I was going to say the cold weather really slows you down. And you already put them up so you can't yeah. do it in the house. So you're on right. the ladder and then you drop one. And it's, about this, uh, yeah. it's like as big as an ant and you can't find it. And you're I go up back the roof to the store. Yelling for Alice. Yep. I put one, Alice! In, my, I put one in my mouth once because it's going to, and I swallowed it. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, I just. I hope, John, what's I hope. your dad doing on the roof? <laughs> Eating fuses. <laughs> I thought I could keep right there. Just get my hands in there and yeah. I'll I'm like, hey, oh. <laughs> You eventually got it. I think <laughs> I, I hope I pooped it out. You're not a yeah. pelican fireman, Jim. <laughs> I ate a fuse. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason to check for that. In, really, no, 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 I'm not going to go check for that. I, I'm assuming it made its way through. And <laughs> right, just assume. Just figure but, it did. So, yeah, I figured that out. Three strings for C9s per outlet, mm-hmm. and uh, I used six, and then I uh, put some up lights, the red Floodlights, the screw in ones. That's old school. Yep. Floodlights. My parents used to use floodlights. Yep. And then the wreath. With the tinted lens mm-hmm. over the, the yeah. super red. Hot it's all bulb. red. Yep. And then my yeah, electrical box is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. You, you know, you could, looks you, good. All you red. Can I've never heard of all red. All red. red Come on by. You can I do get... red and green. No, green. Is your house <laughs> green? Come on. <laughs> Well, it's a Christmas color. It's it is a Christmas, Christmas color. You're right. Are You're red right. And green. You're right. My inside this my could house. also be like a Valentine's Day house, or there's a lot of red on Valentine's. Or it looks good. It could be a whorehouse too. It could be a red light red. district. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> I'm gonna leave someone else to say that Woo! one. Yep, that's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> I'll point out the obvious. And the wreath is wrapped in red lights too. Okay. So You're asking for trouble. I am not. Am you're I? Gonna get, you're going to get some seedy fellas at the front door, some bachelor party. Hey, I, ins- I installed a uh, ring doorbell last week, so you make <laughs> your you? attempt. I'll say, it's this bomb. <laughs> what are you doing near my front door with the red lights? <laughs> Step away. <clears throat> yep. Installed that. That took me about an hour and a half. <laughs> Should take 10 minutes. The yeah. They door. left what, me about an inch There's about an inch of wire coming out of my door, out of oh, the wall of the house. Where's yeah. your house built? 72, maybe. You're lucky you had an inch of wire. You're right. You are lucky. So I'm trying to yeah. yank it, now I'm trying to... Why did I got it in. Got Fireman Jim. Okay, go. Is there a hole that the wire comes out of? There is. Is it a, is it tight to the wire? Or yes. Is it, oh, it is. Okay. All right. But, I, thank you for saying that, because that, that was the cure. I, I kind of shimmied the wire up, and I drilled bigger holes. Yeah. That's what I was oh. going to say. Bam! Yeah. How did you know when you were pulling it out of the wall? It wasn't. I didn't unhooking from some other. Place <laughs> I did not. That was you're my doing worry. like the Doc Brown and the top. That would have been the, the worst because once you pull that wire out, you're done, and now you're now you can't do it because the wire could have snapped mm-hmm. in between the wall mm-hmm. and the not anywhere. Done. But my chimes don't work anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I guess that's so normal you, though. So you what? When you install a ring doorbell, it, it knocks your real doorbell out of commission. Mine mm. works. Mm. Mine works. <laughs> Fireman Jim. Does yours give an old school chime, or do you have an electric, you know, bing it, bong, bing okay. bong? When I bong, built the house, bong, I, I picked a regular doorbell chime, and they installed it. The electricians installed it. Right. Then Flanners came and put all the ring stuff around. Ah, that's it. And you when you hit the doorbell, it, it, it rings. No, but, it's all hardwired. It's all wired in. Mm. My doorbell hasn't worked in months, and I can't months. figure out why. 
I, there you go. I can't get that damn cover off the button. You can't get the cover off? No. I, I'm looking for a little tab yeah. or a screw is, or anything. Is it, is it painted to the wall? Is this no. the, your, inside, your inside box where the chime is? No, no. He's talking about the button. No, oh, the button, button outside. The on, the, on the outside. Uh, yeah. Where does it come off? Ooh, I think we're supposed to put should. a battery in there. Some, I don't know. But, so it's not hardwired then. Hmm. That's well, your problem, mister. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I got I'm, mine. And that's how I'm dealing with it. I'm just leave it alone. <laughs> Why don't you? I, left a, I left a note for the trick-or-treaters. That knock. <laughs> the doorbell knock, doesn't work. Yeah. Knock, please. Why don't you step up to ring? I don't know. You well, do, my wife's just, obsessed with right it now. now. Ring is just another thing to go wrong. Yeah, it is. I see what you mean. It is. Because I had the, the hard-wired doorbell. It could go right and it changes your life. never got that working right. And then you can constantly look at your phone and see what's going at your front Who's door. There? Who's on there? Who's there? Who's walking their door? And on a that's by. where my oh, wife dear. is right now. She's loving it. She's like, yeah. oh, look, oh, look, look, look. So now I, go, I make it a point to go outside and inside and you know, <laughs> just stuff with the camera. Uh, you know, whatever. Whatever. You know. Just so, oh, oh that's me the door not, again. Wait, that, that was you again. Your, that's not what the ring doorbell is for, Fire and Jim. You know what you should do? It's fun for a while. You should go out in front of the ring doorbell and eat a fuse for her. Oh, done that. I can go to a bigger fuse. I did just a tiny one. I couldn't do nothing about it. Yeah. So I, And that was my last fuse, too, by the way. So either I had to wait for 24 hours to, to, to reclaim it or, or, go to, or go to the store and buy Supply another one. Chain. Supply chain's yeah. terrible. Yeah. You can't get these fuses. Well, Somebody's going to have to dig through this. It's not, just, it's not just waiting 24 hours for the fuse to show up again, Fire Engine, once you swallow it. It's the humiliation of having to pull it out, yeah, of, your, that, yeah. out of feces. Yeah, that's mm, not in the old is. school. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Might still be in there for all I know. Maybe someday. I don't know. Here, uh, run this through a string. Could be stuck in my appendix. And yeah, stuck no, in my appendix. Yeah, what's I in there? Does they empty your appendix when you, they take it out of you and they say, what's in here? Well, there's a, Did they, there's does a, your appendix really collect seed? all that stuff? There's I, a, I, I don't know if I believe that. There's a couple that. orange seeds. There's a fuse. <laughs> yeah, what right. All the, gummy, all the gum I ever swallowed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gum, yeah. That always scared me. That always says, oh, seven years. Seven years. Seven years it's going to be there, son of a. Why does that take seven years? And I don't know who made that. Else That's a made-up number. Yeah. It's not true. My sister told me I once ate an uh, apple seed, and there's gonna, apple's going to grow on my stomach now. Yeah. I was freaking out. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Again. We got the only school in the locker room. We got the apple grow on my mouth. Trust, uh, trust me. Trust me, Fireman Jim. There is no science that will support that theory. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Well, now you know that, but what about when you're six? Who's <laughs> right? Apple your your siblings aren't going to tell you the truth. Your older siblings, no. they're going to, they're going to tell and you. Once the, they, got the you they got you, they got you. Go true. tell your mom. I told on them, and she says not going to grow. A tree's not going to grow in your stomach. Well, she was right. Probably. <laughs> and didn't. trust me. Probably. And believe me. <laughs> Probably. You're probably. That's wrong. how I would have ended it. Probably. But now I got a fuse tree growing in my stomach for all <laughs> sure, I know. Yeah. Who knows? You're more <laughs> machine than man. <laughs>